Hey, baby. Hey. Naomi and Andy here with yep. a quick cue slash request. Yes. So, okay, Acast is doing these audience surveys, okay? We put the link in the show notes. The link is going to be in the link tree on our on Instagram and everything like that. Here's the thing, Naomi. Yeah. You know, we're already pretty choosy about the ads right. that we allow on the show. No weapons manufacturers. Raytheon, get out of here. Yeah. Screw off, Raytheon. But we want to make sure that the ads are kind of tailored to y'all. Right. Okay? Right? Say you want to hear ads for a different world DVD box sets. We need to know that. We, we need can to go out that. to them. We can get the word <laughs> out. But we only can get the word out if you give us the word. So you got to fill out the survey. It is quick, quick, quick. And it just lets us know if the ads you're hearing are the right ads for you. Yeah. So get on over to the show notes where that link is or the Couples Therapy link tree and fill out that quick survey so we can pass the word on to ACAST. All right. Roll it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Waiting on reparations, yeah, it's obviously fresh. The podcast where hip-hop and politics connect. What? It's a little mix between culture, music, history, songs you should be listening. And topics we suggest. Yeah, we'll get it all addressed. That's when we talking with a guest, dope night. Lingua Franca, you be rocking with the best. Ha. Leave them gobsmacked, y'all stop that debating. Yeah. Check the podcast, iHeart Reparations. Listen to Waiting on Reparations on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Open your hearts and loosen your butts. It's time for Couples Therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situationships and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex, regrets, or feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. It's Hey everyone, I am Naomi. And I'm Andy, and welcome to Couples Therapy, where on the show we have stand-ups who are close do sets together about their relationship. Which is a thing that we're also in. Isn't that fun? Yes. Ugh, Andy, you know what I was just thinking? I was just thinking about like how good our theme song is. I like really love it. And <laughs> you every did time get lost in it. I like minute. get lost in it every single time. I try to make sure not to listen to it only during the episode so it feels fun and funky fresh to me. And I just love it so much, you guys. Samus wrote our theme song and performs it. She is amazing. And I just like, I feel all that flavor. So I just had to talk to you about that because that is the zone I am in. Hello, my dear. How are you feeling today? 
Well, I'm all right. <laughs> Are you shook? I'm shook. We're just talking about I'm just adjusting. Okay, you guys. Last night, I ordered in some dinner because, yes, I'm lazy, but always hungry. And I ordered from a place that is like good Italian food. It's like a little bit too much, and it's about their small plates. They're like very into their small plates. It's not everything in the city. Oh my God. People, we have so, small plates. Uh, have you eaten here before? Because we have small plates. I recommend three or four plates per person. It's like you tapas. Should, you should share. Don't tell me to share with somebody. I'm sending a damn dinner. You don't know our situation. You certainly don't know my hunger level, and now you're insisting we literally eat from the same plate? Get yeah. out of here. Yeah, this isn't Mama Leone's Italian funhouse. What on earth does that mean? <laughs> I honestly could not remember. <laughs> what is the name of that restaurant where you have to share? Like, you get, like, you get two calzones, and it feeds the entire table. I don't know what you're saying, but it sounds terrible. Look at a Beppa. <laughs> <laughs> I... Um, last night, so I ordered, and I ordered, uh, some pasta that I was, like, very into, and I go to Biden's, I'm eating, I'm chewing, and I feel something hard. So immediately, I stop. I stop, okay? And I, you know, take it out of my mouth, and there is a metal twist tie in this pasta, okay? I do have footage. We will be posting it on Instagram, okay? <laughs> At Couples Therapy Pie. You are going to see what was in my mouth and almost killed me. You're going to call out the restaurant? <laughs> I'm not I'm not listening. I like. I don't know if I need to drag. We're, you know what? I, maybe. We'll see if my refund is processed. <laughs> if my refund is not processed, you're going to get a tag and a drag. Truly my nightmare. This is truly because food is, is one of the few joys I have on this earth. <laughs> <laughs> And look, I know that the the checking procedures are precarious mm. in in a good in a good universe, right? And with the FDA doing whatever they're doing now, <laughs> it's super fragile. But a kitchen, you expect the kitchen in the process of putting literally it was uh like rigatoni type pasta with m- mushrooms, some kale, and there's there's an egg. You know, honey, you know when it's fancy when they put a fucking egg on top. So they put the egg on top. That's it. That is not a lot of ingredients. At what point was metal picked up and thrown up in there? This is why I don't do drugs, Naomi. <laughs> why? Oh, because there could be anything in it? There could be anything. You could be, someone's like, <laughs> yeah, I was just uh, tripping my butthole off. And I was like, this is way what's going on. And the guy's like, I laced your pot with PCP and gremlin dust. <laughs> okay, first of all. It's like you have never, ever heard anyone talk about drugs, <laughs> okay? Like the way, that was like beyond an after-school special, first of all. But I will say this, though. Gremlin dust, by the way, is <laughs> ground-up lizard bones. Someone FYI. should not use that and tell us what happens. Anyway, I felt, but it's funny you say that, though, because I felt that same way. Because we both grew up in like the time of dare and drug education and uh, after-school specials and how like it would always be, the idea of like, PCP and angel dust, that things could be laced with other things. You can't trust anything. Everything was deadly. The 90s were a deadly time to be a, ch- to be a kid. And it always felt like it was like, everything's lurking. It's also dangerous. I don't want my food laced with anything. Oh my God, hello. I was so mad. I obviously called the delivery company because I was like, oh, they're going to process my refund. But then I called the restaurant because I was like, you know what? Y'all need to hear from me. That y'all could have killed me. And you know, you know, I got on the phone and I was like, Hi, um, excuse me, I'm just calling because, you know, I gave him a, t- a hint of a, you know, permit patty, a barbecue Becky, something on the phone that 
would create a gravitas that they would actually respect. Can I speak to your manager? Yes. And I will say this. I said, I was like, hi, I placed an order in my food game. And there was metal in my food. You know, I said it very directly. And she was like, oh my God, I'll get the manager. But at that point, it's like, well, what can you do? Because she was like, well, I can send something else. And it's like, I don't want nothing else from your kitchen. Don't send me no more stuff. Y'all obviously don't have a system of checks and balances. Do you know the other thing that worries me about this stuff? Like when you find stuff that should not be in your food, when you find metal twist ties or like bones or something. <laughs> oh, God, that, I hate a That should not be, you know, jacks or marbles or whatever. Stuff that should not be in your... Is that I'm worried that they're going to think that I am a, a swindler. Yes. Or a scammer or a common grifter. I know. And that was my thing, too, because when she was like, do you want someone to send you something else? And I said, no. I was like, oh, my God, what if she thinks I just made it up? Like, I ate it and made it up. Waiter. But I was like, but it just. I found this pile of nickels in my <laughs> Bucatini Carbonara. Oh, this is a grifter. <laughs> okay, that's I would grifter love, voice. I would love a full refund plus $100. <laughs> I was nervous about that, too, because I was like, oh, if I'm really serious, like she, I should make her send it back. But then it just felt like to me, why was somebody driving their car to bring me that food? Like, it just felt like extra. So I said no, but then I was like, what if she don't think I'm serious? And that's why I, I asked you, and this is when Andy, I went to the room. He was in, I was like, Andy, should I keep this medal as proof? And he was like, well, it's just like, like, and then I think it was like, you're like, no, it's like random. Like, if you just have random metal, it doesn't prove that it was in the food. Guys, tweet in. <laughs> At Naomi and Andy, should we drag them and tag them? <laughs> <laughs> drag and tag, baby. So anyway, I am still reeling from that. I do have a phantom pain in my throat where I'm like, is something in there? Was there a shard? But I have a feeling it's just like a phantom pain. <laughs> so I'm trying to get through that. <laughs> this was almost 24 hours ago. Speaking of things that were... Almost 24 hours ago, but we're actually way over 24 hours ago. Uh-huh, correct. This is a cool segue. <laughs> Why don't we play them a set from our January show? Yes, definitely. You guys, we are so excited. This first set is hilarious. This is comedians and actors John Early and Kate Berlant. You know John from TV shows like Search Party and Wet Hot American Summer 10 years later and movies like Fort Tilden and Beatrice at Dinner. You know Kate from movies like Sorry to Bother You and shows like High Maintenance and Animals. And they both have specials on Netflix's The Characters. So strap in and have a good time. Roll it. Louder. I said louder. Oh, I didn't hear you. <laughs> this then event. Oh, it's gone. Okay. Someone left a lighter on stage. Just as sometimes another as a previous you know comedian turned this into a bit. Sometimes you don't. No. Oh. Anyone's lighter? Anyone's lighter? Okay. Whoa. <sighs> I know. So somebody else's property. Who cares? <laughs> no, I know. And what was that? Yeah. It's, it's, it's anger and hostility toward me. Well, at the end of the day, though I'm gay, I'm male. Yeah. You know? I and do I forget that. Forget. Yeah. yeah. I forget it the most. Wow. Wow. <laughs> How are you? It's so great to see you. <laughs> it's so good to see you. I know. We, out of respect to you guys, we wanted to not see each other at all before we came on stage yeah, tonight. Yeah. So we've been in isolation tanks upstairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we were let down in blindfolds. No, and I'm realizing now you have blue eyes. And that's I, I, I never, never, I know. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not picking up anything on you. Yeah, yeah no, I don't have a color. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The eyes are just opaque. But, um... <laughs> um it's nice to take you in. Visually, yeah. yeah. I think something about this yeah. 
for those listening, there's a gold curtain and it's <laughs> matching with John's gold hair and it's absolutely stunning. And you s- you look Italian. Thank whoa okay, <laughs> thank you. I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah, There are blonde Italians, as I'm learning from my Elena Ferrante. Yes, there are. Yeah, um, you as well. You know, I always say this about you, but you <laughs> like with this curtain, you would you work so well in period films. I know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think actually we both do. Me as like the. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you as the girl who do- who doesn't read. Yeah, yeah. You know. It's like I made a curtain for Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or no, you're a peasant girl and you 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 sneak out to the fields to, to read, read books in private yeah. cuz you're not and allowed to, like, to read. Eat a pear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. just little women. <laughs> is that little women? I think so. They're like Yeah. <laughs> little like women fruit. is a Yeah. Little woman. It's actually called Little, little Woman. woman. People <laughs> and don't know no that. one knows that. No one knows that. They erased that uh. history. <laughs> and now it's a Pixar film, right? No, it's not. Oh. <laughs> but they are remaking it, and actually I'm thrilled. So with Grant, with Laura Dern, which, by the way, is Laura Dern's <laughs> playing, like, Marmy or something? Ma'am? <laughs> Marmy. Wait. Hello? Someone? Okay, thank you. Oh, wait. Oh, Marmy. Marmy. Mommy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, I just read. But that's why they call her Marmy. I think it's so funny because okay. Laura Dern is not right <laughs> for Marmy. for period films. Yeah, I, yeah. And you, Laura Dern is like top 90s, two, like for yeah. me. And but the be- for yeah, she's the best. so contemporary yeah. and like, <laughs> yeah. there, it, yeah. it makes no sense that she's like. But John, the bone structure, John. I mean, f- even the bone structure now, I can't separate it from like all of her other roles where she's like, "Come on, man," you know. <laughs> um. I'll, yeah. I'll be curious to see Greta Gerwig. Who's playing Joe. Sorry, I can't believe this is just becoming a little woman. I know, I know. Uncovered, uncut. <laughs> but who's playing Joe? No one knows? Wow. Times have changed. <laughs> I think it's Greta, Greta Gerwig. Emma Watson's playing no Joe. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Emma okay. Watson. Yeah. You know, I, know. I found out from my friend she went to Brown. And she, who he went Not to, shocked. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> he yeah. went to Brown the same time she went to Brown, and he said it was really sad because this is going on a podcast. Whatever. <laughs> he said it was really. I think Dish. it was actually ultimately very compassionate. What I'm about to say, okay. but he said it was very sad because because it was Brown, which was like cool, smart kids. Like they actually knew better than to be like hi. Yeah, so yeah, she yeah. got to Brown to try to have a normal and college everyone experience. Was like, everyone's like, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone's like. Yeah. And so she had like no friends. And, and I like that. <laughs> but and apparently she auditioned. I for, I mean, this is killing me. She went out. She went out. She auditioned for the play. Like the, the school play. The school <laughs> play. Oh, no. You, literally. She's like, she's name? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's it was like, like, I think it was three sisters or something. Like it was like she did like a full oh check off. Like, <laughs> it's like, God, I hope I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I think it's sweet that she was like, I know I'm a famous actress. I'm just going to do it. That's crazy. Like, I'm the waiting room, everyone's like. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, by the way, you do not stretch in preparation <laughs> for a checkoff no, audition. I, <laughs> I was rejected from acting school, so I didn't get to do that stuff. That's a, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Fuck. <Okay. laughs> um, back to the task Back to at us. The hand. task at hand is to Sorry. talk about our relationship. Yeah. We, um, <laughs> Have a very storied friendship if you've listened to various <laughs> comedy podcasts. <laughs> um, and something that is essential Don't to Don't believe everything you've read in the papers. <laughs> podcasts. Um, <laughs> but um, 
<laughs> one of the, I think the thing that is like that brings us together as friends is one, two, three, food. food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And right now, it's one of the things. Right now, we're <laughs> in a kind of moment of, and you might argue with this deprivation. Of I food. don't like to see it like that, John. <laughs> We're we're doing, we're doing whole thir- one, one, two, two three. three whole thirty. See, they don't. I knew I knew this wouldn't work. Well, <laughs> no, they um. Whole thirty lo- is an Has inherently anyone here funny. done whole thirty? Yeah. Yeah. Good job. We did it. We did it last year, and we spent every day together the whole thirty days. Yes. Yes. Exactly. We did it last August, and it was actually very easy to do it together. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have to talk about it every single minute of every day, yeah, or yeah, else yeah. it doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, by the you end of it, you don't see results unless you're like. Yeah. <laughs> and by the end of it, I was like, "This is." We both were like, "This is us now." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were like whole thirty, whole sixty, whole ninety, whole yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then and then we had like champagne burgers, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, the day it was done. I was like, dates are cake. <laughs> I don't see the difference anymore. <laughs> I eat cake and I crave dates. <laughs> yeah. I just oh, want to be clear that, that for me also, you know, I, digestive issues. Well, you don't need to lose weight. Thank you. Dare I say it? No, no, but, but truly, We're it's a, you know, and that's what's great about Whole30. It sounds like they did pay me to say this, but um, <laughs> it's a, you're not hungry on Whole30. Okay, guys. Can you what do you mean? That? I honestly don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starving. Because I'm so hungry. I don't. I look at you and I, I see I a rigatoni. <laughs> a v- upright rigatoni. As long as you don't let yourself get hungry, you won't reach for the rigatoni, <laughs> right? So I have a Lara Bart in my purse upstairs. <laughs> but it's fun to... Wait, wait. I don't understand still. <laughs> oh, you're, it's just like, just you mean... Because it's not dieting. Dieting's like, oh, you can't, like, it's not about calories. You can eat, you know what I mean? You can eat whatever you want as long as it's not. You're eating meat, you're eating fish, you're eating legumes, you're eating. You're not eating legumes. I forgot. (laughs) 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 Have you had a fucking legume in the past five days? No, because I think legumes are actually what are really bad for me. Uh oh. I actually think I can tolerate gluten and dairy. I think for me, it's legumes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Did you learn that from the first whole 30 round? I can't go there legally. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just let's just say I have a lot of hints. But yeah. Yeah. Hmm. But um the friendship. <laughs> the friendship, the friendship. How are you feeling about our friendship? Really good. Me too. too. Me too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How are you feeling about we both have boyfriends now, which is I know. huge. Oof. Okay. Um Um I feel like we're balancing it well. I know. I can't believe we both have boyfriends. It's really I crazy. I thought it would never happen. Me too. I th- I remember. We slept in the same bed for two years. Literally, just by the way. That. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember In Brooklyn, being, which yeah. is an incredible. You should go. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, oh, you if should go. If I could shine a light on one subculture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I know. We got to get the word out about Brooklyn. But we... Um, <laughs> We uh we did sleep in the same bed for a couple years. Yeah. We were like, why are, don't we have boyfriends? <laughs> I know. We were like, hello. I know. I know. <laughs> I was like, I'm wasting away. Yeah. I know. I I really never thought, and we were really would kind of pine after, you know, figures in the culture and just be like, when are we gonna get that? You know. I know. And yeah. And, and now we. Now we have it. Oh God. I know. I know. But I think I think we're doing well. Um, how's your relationship, if I may ask, like on a podcast? Crazy great. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. We we wake up and we go what? <laughs> yeah. Wow. And we read. You make tremula. That's this kind of <laughs> sauce. 
<laughs> and we're What's Tremula? It's a sauce. <laughs> you make it What's in food What's in the sauce? Herbs, yeah. spices, things you have around the house. <laughs> and I stopped by It's just a catch-all sauce. It's <laughs> It's a parsley, cilantro, paprika, cumin-based sauce. <laughs> What's the liquid? Olive oil. Okay. okay. Extra virgin. Woo! But, um, <laughs> but I did go to a, a fishmonger yesterday mm. around 3 p.m. Yeah. Um, and to pick up what? Well, I wanted halibut. Halibut's out of season. I learned the hard way. <laughs> um, so I settled for striped bass. The tremula took to it like fish on out of water. <laughs> And <laughs> we made a parchment envelope for the fish, <laughs> and then we ate it, and we said, God, this is, look at us. Yeah. You know? yeah. And then did you make love? For hours. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. I'm still <laughs> fucking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, in, a, yeah. in a way. In, in a way, way yeah. yeah. I can what about you? What did you guys do last night? <sighs> I forgot. Yeah. When you're that when you're in, in the it, moment. Exactly. Yeah, I come out for weeks, I'm like, where was I? <laughs> and then I look at my day planner. I take rigorous notes. I'm like, yeah. Oh, th- we were at the museum. We were volunteering. We were traveling. Yeah, 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 but when I'm yeah, in yeah. it, I'm just, oh, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I had no idea y'all volunteered together. That I'm actually in the new year. I'm trying to do it less. Can I ask? <laughs> because, no, it's hard for me to admit, but when I volunteer, it's selfish. <laughs> Okay, why? I have to look at myself and go, what is this really about? What's it about? I think it's prestige. I want people to think I'm good. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, a yeah. good white woman. Right, know? right, right. And it's not, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna pull back. <laughs> wow. Can I ask where you volunteer? Different One, two, places three, go. around town. Yeah, okay. If I'm hovering over the city, <laughs> this is a map of LA, and I'm hovering over and I'm seeing all the different hot spots. Okay, so I'm pointing out one of them. Which was that? <laughs> Couldn't tell you because <laughs> the map's sweat flip now. Because you're from here. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> but, sorry, back to you. Oh, no, no, we're good. We've, we've started reading a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah, that. Yeah, the w- and and that's been huge. Soft books, hard books, what? Hard books. Yeah. Yeah, hard covers. Love yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> I like a soft because I travel a lot, so throw it in my bag. You know. Right, right, right. We don't travel. Yeah. We're pretty staunchly anti-travel. Yeah. And uh, so we've taken to soft books. We've um. Hard. Hard books. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. That's what a friend does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we've been reading. We've been um, we started an organization. Oh my god. What is it? What? What's your organization? Is her mic out? No, I can't it's hear on. What she's saying. No, no, it's fine. They can hear. Naomi, there's a technical difficulty. The, no, it's I fine. literally can't hear what she's saying. What organization did you start? What organization? We can move on. Yeah. yeah let's yeah, move yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. 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 How's your sex life? <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. I ate his ass this morning. <laughs> Great. Yeah, yeah, thank you. We got the light at that moment. <laughs> um, and yeah. I didn't shower afterwards, so I'm sorry. Oh my God, I look did at wash you. my face, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, as one would, you know, I listerined. Yeah. Um, but I, um, you gotta do it. Yeah. You gotta do it, and I know that there is a kind of cultural barrier with straight couple. You, you guys have not. It's hell. That, <laughs> the, that yeah. That you don't eat ass. <sighs> It's hell that I don't eat ass. 
<laughs> Why do you feel shame that you're you? Because you, I feel like, are a very no, sexually I, like, open. I identify as someone who eats ass. <laughs> Like, I feel like I eat ass. Yes, but you don't. But I don't. <laughs> when push comes to shove, I yeah, just, yeah. I, I ha- it doesn't mean that I won't, but I won't. <laughs> I yeah, just yeah, think yeah. Just, totally, totally. It's like, it's, ju- it's, a bar- it's a cultural barrier that for me has stood strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I mean, call me Nancy Pelosi, but don't build that wall. Yeah, I know. Okay. I know. Okay, knock it down. I know. I, it's urgent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited for you. Me too. I'll call you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, I think we should go. No. <laughs> well, do you have any? Uh, well, one thing that's actually really hard, if we can, tomorrow night is the Golden Globes. And we're not watching it together, and that don't actually bring this up in front of other people. Because we love award shows. I know. And um, we love I've watching award shows together. I've had long-standing plans. I almost canceled. And then I was like, we'll be fine. But I'm glad you really honored hard. the plans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just trying to think if we can do any kind of award show bit before we leave. And I honor. know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so rude. Like, no. <laughs> Honestly, they were fine. They loved They're it. Fine. They're fine. I, I think feel, they feel, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. We, um, this was so great from the beginning of the 10 oh, minutes yeah. to now the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was great for us. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you have just a little, oh, make a wish. It was actually my hair, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was Hulu. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, okay, well. I really don't want to leave. This is classically what happens. I know. You Ten get minutes in, I'm awake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and then, that, then it's time to go. I know. It sucks. It sucks. That's why you should come see our live shows where we get to be on stage longer. And we wow. Can warm up Look at it. that plug, huh? That's a pro. <laughs> that is a pro. <laughs> we are launching a clothing line. It's called Here We Go. Go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's clothes for... Women. Women. <laughs> yeah. And it's not about pants, skirts, <laughs> shirts, <laughs> shoes, hats, uh, belts. Yeah. yeah. It's more it's just more about. It's more like this. Yeah, yeah. It's more like when someone walks by and you're like. Who's that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's if you could bottle that. Yeah. That's the line. Yeah. So we're looking at realistically because fashion is so slow. Like March. Twenty twenty one. I got yeah, the yeah, email yeah. this morning oh, from the fuck. I know. Okay. So March twenty twenty one. Um but yeah, wear the clothes. Yeah. We're excited. You'll just follow us. <laughs> <laughs> we should go. I know. We should go. I okay, so if And just for the podcast listeners, most of what we do is physical. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so Thank much. Thank you so much. Hey guys, it's Bobby Bones. I host The Bobby Bones Show, and I'm pretty much always sleepy because I wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning. A couple hours later, I get all my friends together, and we get into a room, and we do a radio show. We share our lives, we tell our stories, we try to find as much good in the world as we possibly can, and we look through the news of the day that you'll care about. Also, your favorite country artists are always stopping by to hang out and share their lives and music, too. So wake up with a bunch of my friends on Big 104.7 in Pittsburgh or wherever the road takes you on the iHeartRadio app. And we're back. Naomi. Uh, John and Kate, old friends of ours. I remember when you did a show with John. Yes. I think it was you. It was either you or me at ABC No Rio, like years and years ago. Yeah, it was like a, it's like a tiny venue in on like the Lower East Side of Manhattan, and it was like 
Very DIY, very dingy. It's an old punk venue. Oh, okay. I Is think that like, the vibe? Yeah, okay. I think like old punk and hardcore bands used to play I there. just know I like never wanted to have to pee when I was there. Because <laughs> like the bathroom didn't really lock. There was a red light. And it was like, you know you couldn't wash your hands. Anyway, but we saw John early there. And it's like, that. I mean, that was early in John doing stand-up. And he was like just doing his Britney Spears. And I was like, who are you? I love you. You're everything. And you know what? I have an eye for talent. I remember that first... Like, this is before John was John. I remember I wrote him, and I'm like, I got an idea for a web series. You and I are running a glory hole business in New York. We are, like, the CEOs of, of like, a glory hole business. And he very politely declined. <laughs> correct, correct, accurate. Wow, wow, wow. Honestly, brave of you to put that out there. <laughs> but I feel like that would have actually been a funny idea, this idea of, like, a professionally run glory hole. Yeah. Everyone's... Ex- ex- you know, inspected, bonded, insured. Um, that you gotta make sure it doesn't have any hard edges or uh, <laughs> sharp edges on the side. You gotta. <laughs> That's what you gotta worry about with a glory hole: hard edges. I um, guess I don't know. You know, this is actually what we wanted to talk well, yeah, about in this John, middle section. Yeah, John and Kate set. You know, they talked towards the end about about sex and sexuality uh, on stage in front of an audience. Something that Andrew and I could never do. <laughs> well, in one sense, we don't want to. There, there's parts of our relationship that we want to keep for us and that we don't want to uh, give out for public consumption. Right. And also, like, it's interesting. I used to talk about sex. I had no, you know, I used to keep my blog, Diary of a Mad Blacktress, and I would talk about hookups and randos. But once you were like a real person and our relationship was long term, it felt wrong to do. The idea of talking about you and like, like a sex story on Escapade, but with a person who, most of my friends will meet and know, I stopped doing it. It just felt like it felt wrong. I mean, what could you possibly say, though? How great I am at it? Yes, how great you are (laughs) at it. How every time I go, who taught him? Who did he study under? How is this possible? I do have a graduate degree. In See, he can't even pick a philosophy. thing. See, he can't even pick an actual sex thing. Because basically, Andy and I are like, it's not just that we're trying to be private, but I think it is. I was like, you know, we said this earlier in the show. We were talking about like how the 90s were a fearful time being children in the 80s and 90s where not only were like all drugs laced with something worse, but also sex was like the scariest thing that could ever happen to you. Yeah. And I'm just so amazed because we're not that old. No, we are, we're not. We're technically zennials. Sick word. Never use it. Go ahead. <laughs> but technically, that's what you and I are. Uh, but like millennials are horny and proud. They, <laughs> they are putting it out they're there. They're sex positive. They grew up with. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Dear listeners, Andy here doing the ad read again, and today we're talking about me undies. As the male half of couples therapy, I was asked to do this one because we're talking about boxers, which, and I hope I'm not breaking any confidences, Naomi does not wear. Now, if you're a podcast listener like me, you've heard plenty of ads for me undies, and frankly, I had always thought it's underwear. How special can it be? And then I tried them, and friends... It is like wearing magic. It is like wearing a dream. It is so soft, there is nothing earthly I can compare it to. I am embarrassed 
absolutely embarrassed to say I'm middle-aged and just finding this out, but the material your underwear is made out of really does make a difference. I won't say where I usually get my boxers from, but for comparison, me undies are like wearing a cloud covered in angel's feathers, and the other ones I wear are like wearing a bear trap smothered in puke. MeUndies got style for everyone, from all black classics to fun expressive prints in sizes extra small to 4XL. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that actually care for their workers. Also, I gotta point this out, there is a particular technology that the folks at MeUndies would like me to discuss. Now, you know Naomi is sex negative and I am sex neutral, so I didn't want to have to say what this technology is, so I asked friend of the show, friend in real life, Mort Burke, to say the phrase. So, okay, here it goes. For any listeners with penises and testicles, I can say medical words, I can say medical words, you might be interested in me undies sophisticated contoured pouch and ball caddy. What's that again, Mort? They're incredibly comfortable contoured pouch and ball caddy. Wonderful. Thanks, buddy. Okay, soft underwear comes in all packages at MeUndies. So to get 20% off your first order plus free shipping, go to MeUndies.com slash therapy. That's MeUndies.com slash therapy for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies, comfort from the outside in. Can we take a minute and talk about Skims? Now, you know I'm a recent Skims convert, having tried their underwear in the last few months, and I am now living lifted, supported, changed. So I decided to keep trying new stuff. And let me tell you, Skims basics and foundations are where it's at. Yes, I recently got the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt. And y'all, it is so comfortable. It's been the perfect layer for me. I'm rocking it under a cardigan or a sweater when I want to keep it fitted and fabulous and not look all bulky. I mean, y'all know I'm back to work. Hashtag blessing. And I'm definitely that girl who is always cold in the office, okay? I need my layers, but I'm still trying to look put together. And the soft, smoothing, seamless shirt is helping me get it right. And I also got the boyfriend t-shirt in Heather Gray. And it is so friggin' soft and comfortable. And it's giving casual but intentional when I wear it with a pair of jeans. I'm feeling very good in it. So if you want to give these and other basics a try, shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small through 4X. Thank you for the range, Skims. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu that follows. Again, that's skims.com. Go check out everything they've got in the new t-shirt shop. the word sex positive they can talk about their bodies and their experiences i mean even possibly to their parents even who knows literally the, like we're a couple years older than them and like the difference can be measured in eons though <laughs> that's how far apart it is we're like the shame and the fear around sex for us yeah uh is uh is just so overpowering where they're just like do you like eating ass <laughs> i love eating ass well i feel like it's very like my Valerie Cherish. It's like no one wants to hear that. Like that feeling about like sex and sexuality, like, and maybe too like just doing stand up and stuff. Because I remember like when I was a you know beginning stand up. Of course, I talked about dates or random hookups, not particularly graphically, but you know when you're starting out, the one thing that people can relate to, but also tends to be the craziest, are like dating and sex stories. And so you're like, yeah, I saw that. Like that was wild. You had a joke about like having a white lover, a white lover. And then gentrifying your vagina. Well, because he tried to put his P in my V without a C. 
<laughs> and I said, you know, and, and I was upset and I, you know, you, you can't be coming up and they're bringing down my property value is what I said. And then I, I corrected myself and said, he, well, he was white. So maybe technically he was gentrifying my vagina, you know, and it's fun to recap your own joke. <laughs> To someone <laughs> 10 years later. Who doesn't like to hear it? Yeah, sure. Who doesn't like, who doesn't <laughs> like to hear the cliff notes of a stand-up act? The fun of it. But that joke, though, was as far as I went and was, like, the only joke, and then it was, like, definitely phased out pretty early. Yeah. But, like, if you remember, listen, dear listener, if you remember from a couple episodes ago when Kat and Pat were on, yes. and Kat was like, who likes having sex on the side? Like, on sideways. On their side. On their side. <laughs> Sex on the side. And, and she's, like, talking about that. And I'm just like, I don't want anyone to even know I have a penis. <laughs> and honestly, do you carry yourself that way? Perhaps. I don't jut my my <laughs> pelvis out, if that's what you mean. No, you're like, please, we are not. No, I I don't wear tight jeans. There's never going to be a, a picture of me like Bruce Springsteen where you can see... <laughs> The outline of his ding Please, dog. Andrew, please. First, also, Andrew is a grown man with an advanced degree, and he just used the word ding dog. I need us to see how deep this goes, okay? Acknowledge how deep this lack of connection to sexuality goes. But, you know, guys, don't worry about us. Our love is rich and full. But it's the fact is that when it comes to talking about stuff, especially on stage or even just to friends, it does. It's so, it's so interesting with that world of, like, it is, I wouldn't say I'm sex negative, I'm sex positive. I'm here for you to do your thing. And I'll and I love to hear about someone else. Like if someone else is talking about it, I'm like, give me the deets. I'm sex invisible. Okay, sex invisible. Yes, yes, yes. I'm into that. Sex definitely... transparent. And that I just <laughs> it just it it happens. But in public I just don't want anyone like look, you and I talk like this I, this is the thing where it's like it feels weird saying this saying all the stuff we're saying because in private you and I talk about sex. Like it's not like we're like it's we not- are communicative lovers. Yes. yes. <laughs> God. But exactly, even that's too much. Even that feels too much. We shouldn't even be telling them this. No one wants to be sitting here in their car, at their job, on their run, thinking about us communicating in lovemaking. Let's stop <laughs> it. But the point is we're very uptight and it feels so foreign to us, but it also feels like it's it's also what everyone is talking about. Like suddenly the wor- like in the span of like a decade, the world got comfortable. The world became your like cool hippie aunt who you could always go to to get birth control because your parents weren't okay with it. Yeah, if you were born in the early '80s, you had two big things. One was just shame. I don't yeah. know how. I don't know what cultural shame was piled on us that wasn't piled on people that were born a decade later. But for right. some reason, there was a ton of shame that just got like we were in an open pit and they just started <laughs> shoveling shame on us until we were buried in it. Uh, cozy. And then yeah, and then uh, AIDS was like a huge thing. Not to get, not to bring everyone down, but like it was so new. Like every every message about sex was like, "Hey, don't have it, and if you do, you will die." Right. It was that in, that terror in it, and especially parents using that as like, a, "This is why you should never do it." So then that gave you this extra air of like, "This thing I'm doing, uh, it's not that it's natural; it's literally gambling with my life." To do it. And so then you were like, this is a hugest deal. This is the biggest thing I could ever do. And it's like, oh my God. But then I went to a hippie college and I so remember someone saying to me, this one girl, she was like, you only remember your first and your last. Everything else in between doesn't matter. So I took that as an excuse to be a hoe for about two years, thinking it was all right. But then I was like, just two years? Okay, Andy. I meant specifically college, but if you would like me to elaborate for the readers, I'm trying to make your ass feel special. The readers? 
The readers, the listeners. <laughs> no, specifically, we're talking about the people who are getting transcripts <laughs> of the podcast. Of couples therapy. Wow, that must be riveting. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, sorry, you were saying no. That I was like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna, you know. I, I don't know, I just remember that, like, because, again, I did go to a hippie school where we did talk about sex, and it was, like, very exciting to talk about it in college, you know, because I was actually having it, and because everyone was like, we're open, it's genders fluid, let's do it, you know, people were just, like, loose and open to stuff, and I got into that, and then, I don't know, then it, like, tamped back down again, or rather, I decided nobody, nobody needed to hear it, I don't know, but I would say, like, how do you, how do you feel, I mean, because I wonder, here's the thing. Break it down. For me, sex is like pooping. Okay. Now follow me on this. Oh, great. Is the person you have sex with? I'd love to hear more. Which is do it as vigorously as you want. What? In whatever volumes you want. Stop. Just don't talk about it and or acknowledge it. It exists in public. And that's so funny because there's nothing I love talking about more than bodily functions. I mean, think about- In private. You don't like, you're not walking down the, you're not walking down Franklin Ave being like- who wants to hear about my poops? We were literally at dinner with Jenna Friedman and her boyfriend, and I was telling her how I hadn't pooped in days. I don't have a wall when it comes to that stuff. I need to hear your remedies. I need to know I'm not alone on this journey. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Jenna's boyfriend, Josh, has a name. Yes. I love Josh because now, uh, if you remember their episode, we talked about, actually, this might have been just at the live show, but we talked about mozzarella sticks. Yeah. may not have made it to the podcast. And now he tells me he like he comments on our Instagram whatever he finds good mozzarella sticks. Oh, I love I that. I love it. <laughs> you have a Mott's connection. Look, okay, here's the here's the the final word about <laughs> sex millennials, which is I'm actually I'm very happy for them. Yeah. Oh my god, of course. We are repressed and right. weird about it. <laughs> they can just talk for days and days about pubes and bleached <laughs> buttholes and whatever. <laughs> Whatever the cool kids are doing. Yeah. Rainbow parties. Stop. <laughs> Andy, stop. You know I hate that. Do you remember? But that was like a thing like like old like our boomer parents were worried about when in the nineties. Like these kids are doing these rainbow parties. In my I, day we just we we traveled I, around and protested Vietnam. Oh I don't like rainbow parties. Well, it's not real. That was never a real thing. It was just oh. like one of those manufactured things oh. that like Fox, whatever the Fox News of the 90s was like <laughs> railing about. <laughs> Drudge Report. I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember that far back. But no, it was stuff like that where, where uh, so I'm happy. Look, hentai heads or furries or whatever you're into. Right, right, right. Live, baby, live. You do you, boo. <laughs> as long as you ain't hurting anybody else. Ain't that the truth? Well, yeah. so I guess what we're saying is we're kind of jelly. We wish we were open like you. Live your truths and tell us all about it. You guys. When we get back, we got another great set for you that does have some sex positivity in it. Ain't it? Ain't it? See you in a minute. Bro, bro we got to do the podcast, though. Hey, yo, we got to do the podcast, though. Hey, bro, we got to do the podcast, though. Hey, yo, we got to do the podcast, flow. Hey. You ever listen to a rapper that you're rocking with and thought a bit about how hip-hop is mixed with politics? We made a podcast to delve into the topics with some rapper kids and activists from all across the continent. Waiting on reparations, yeah, it's obviously fresh. It's the podcast where hip-hop and politics connect. It's a little mix between culture, music, history, songs you should be listening, and topics we suggest. Yeah, we'll get another dress when we talking with a guest. Dope knife. Lingo 
Michael Franco, you be rocking with the best. I've been marching in my cats and organizing my neighbors. Did my doctorate defense and literacy education. I would battle in my mama's kitchen. Started winning competitions, rapper and producer. I'm a rapper and a politician. Leave him gobsmacked, now stop that debating. Check the podcast, I Heart Reparations. Listen to Waiting on Reparations on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Ugh, I missed you. I hope you're thinking about your own relationship to sex and sexuality. Our next set is a fun one, you guys. This is a set from Amy Miller and Steve Hernandez. They are friends who are comedians and co-hosts of the podcast, Who's Your God? Steve Hernandez is the founder of Chatterbox Comedy Night and performs all over the country. You may have seen Amy on season nine of Last Comic Standing, or you've heard her album, Solid Gold, which is available on Kill Rock Stars. So we got two real stars. Roll it. Thank you so much. Great to be here. I haven't been on this stage since A Star Is Born came out. <laughs> you guys know this is this play, the stage is in A Star Is Born, right? Yeah, it's where she sings the French song. We didn't come yeah. here for movie facts. <laughs> uh, you guys might recognize me from checking your ID at the door. Uh, He's not that guy, but what if he was? That would be so great. Come I on. swear, right before we came on right now, I was standing by the bathroom ready to get on, and a white guy came up to me and he said, can I go to the bathroom? <laughs> you should have like, said no. <laughs> <laughs> you don't deserve it. I just looked like a bouncer, you know? I was like, oh, no, not for you, sir, no. In <laughs> your pants only. <laughs> To be fair, you do work at a bar. Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, it would be so great if I scrapped the whole plan and I was like, you know what? I had a weird interaction with the bouncer and I want to process. <laughs> Just want to cancel my original partner. Bring him up here. No, he's not. He's my podcast co-host. We have a podcast. This is the plug. It's called Who's Your God? We interview comedians about religion. It's a fucking great time. Um, we have an awesome working relationship and friendship. Mostly for one big reason. Uh, she doesn't want to have sex with me. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> refuses to have sex with me. And come on, don't you think, guys, look at me. No, uh, don't. Let's, I mean, come on. Uh, I mean, I know I'm fat, but look at this face for a minute. I mean, really take your time. To be fair. Who is this guy? Some kind of Middle Eastern royalty, <laughs> you know, with cheekbones swept by the sands of... I'm just Mexican, but great looking. I mean. First of all, that's not why. And to be fair, it's also not because he's a big fat guy. I, I'm not. I'm not one of those fats who won't fuck other fats. You know, like some kind of asshole male comics. Um, no, I just truly. I from the second we met, I never. Uh, I was like, no. I look forward to being friends with you forever. At <laughs> 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 every minute too, which I don't hit on her or do anything. I do have you a did lot. At of, first, I do have a lot of sexual charisma, so I will say sometimes it just drips off. But um, I, <laughs> I, I mean, now we've been friends for five, five years, six years. Now I'll just say, oh, I, I love that dress, and she says, don't, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> By the way, I do, I get it, okay, sweatsuit, you know, like, I've I fucked some fat guys, like, I've been in some sexual situations where both of our bellies keep our genitals apart, sure I have, <laughs> but I don't look at Steve and go, like, I can't believe he has this, like, hot babe, like, funny, smart girlfriend, like, I get it, like, I don't eat eggs, okay, but, like, if I'm at brunch and a friend gets, like, a delicious omelet, I'm like, mm, but then when I think about eating it, I want to vomit. Steve is my ex. 
Like, I appreciate it. <laughs> I just don't. Anyway, it helps us. <laughs> it it's helps fine. us work together. Guys, it is. It works out great. I'm glad that there is no illusion that anything will ever. I've, I've never even imagined a life where we're romantically involved. So it, it allows us to be good friends. I've never even imagined it. Can you believe that? No. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe it. Yeah. Um, but we, we so we have this podcast. Who's your God? And um, we truly only fight about one big thing, which is that I love fun. And Steve does not. No, I hate fun. <laughs> I am a, I am white trash to my core, okay? I love uh, frivolity. I love to spend my money on dumb shit, okay? So give me like a themed restaurant, a carnival, you know, game night. Anything, <laughs> any, anything that's just stupid as fuck. You know, like I want, I'm in, and I and I spend too much money on it, and that I'll own. Okay, I'll own something. This is a part of therapy. Okay, right? <laughs> I will own something right now. I am poor. I spend money on stupid shit. That will affect Steve sometimes, because he's very generous. Okay, so like, at the end of a month, will he pay for my soup plantation? Yes, lunch buffet only. Earlier in that month, did I go to a Beetlejuice-themed pop-up and get a $17 drink called Shake Shake Sonora? Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. Worst time she got me on that is she said, yes, I want to go to that Dodger game. And so we went to, I love a, events. We went to a Dodger game. I bought the tickets. And then, like, uh, the day before, she said, I can't afford it. I said, it's fine. But I said, I'm not going to go. Yeah, she said, I won't go. But, I w she, you know, she's my good friend. So I was like, all right, no, I'll, I'll go. And then we got there, and we had some drinks before. <laughs> Do you know the one place you don't want to ball out at? <laughs> Dodger Stadium. <laughs> That's a $15 Bud Light can, okay? And has I anybody, two. Has anybody? <laughs> That's $30 of Bud Light. I was having fun. Yeah. Two <laughs> rounds of, like, four people of Bud Light Tall Boys. What is that? Probably $120. <laughs> I, I have a lot of party debt. Does anyone else have a lot of party debt in there? <laughs> Just from being friends with Amy. I got him once, though. I got you once. <laughs> what time were you talking about? Well, okay, so most of our relationship goes like this. I'll be like, um, Steve, do you want to um, have a board game night with me and my boyfriend and you and your lovely girlfriend? Not a chance. <laughs> um, Steve, do you want to have a pub trivia team? No. <laughs> I, mean, so I can't be alone in this, though. Um, does, does, is there anybody else that doesn't like to play games in here? No, you're a fucking freak, dude. <laughs> I'll be like, Steve, it's Christmas. We love Christmas. We have a religion podcast. Do you want to go see Christmas lights at the zoo? D does, this sounds great to everyone. <laughs> I mean, I just really can't believe that this sounds great to everyone. <laughs> Do you guys ever have sex? That's fun. You know what I mean? Are you, you can do both. You can actually have sex at the zoo. <laughs> One time, though, <laughs> Halloween. Okay, Halloween rolls around, and I'm like, I'm organizing a trip to the Haunted Hayride. By the way, I am that bitch. Once again, I don't have any money, but if you want to do like something fun with a friend and have her commit, nobody fucking commits in L.A., okay? Like, I'll buy the tickets in advance, Organize where we meet ahead of time and bring a flask. And I, I'm not—I'm not some like curmudgeon either. I want you guys to know I used to be a pastor, and I actually did organize a Christian hell house uh, out in West <laughs> Covina uh, called Inferno. I don't know if any of you went ten years ago. 
Uh, it was 10 years ago. I used to work at a mega church. We spent $100,000 on this thing. Um, yeah, it was Inferno. It'll scare the hell out of you. I okay. wrote that. I mean, that's pretty good, right? I also helped organize a Hell House as a child. It was called the Tribulation Trail. We did it on a creek. It was fucking terrifying. Um, <laughs> Has anyone been to a Christian uh, haunted house before? It was. It's Perfect. awesome. You, no. uh, you have they like fun. <laughs> Dude, this one was fun. It was scary, but like, it was scary about the things that happen in real life too, like <laughs> gang fights at parties. <laughs> Maybe don't go to parties. Uh, mm. Gay dance clubs, <laughs> terrifying. Gay dance clubs, you'll get AIDS for sure. <laughs> That's what's so fucked up to me though, is that like I know because we both were Christian for so long that at some point, like, you fully believe like in an arc. But you don't want to go to a fucking haunted house. It doesn't make any sense. It's all the same kind of whimsy. So I'm organizing a trip to the Haunted Hayride in Griffith Park, okay? And I said, Steve, would you like to go to the Haunted Hayride? It's $40. And I said, 40 for two tickets, right? And I said, no, each person. And I said, there's no way. He I actually I said, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, you can't look yourself in the face as an adult person. I know we all live in L.A. and we're very frivolous, okay? And most of us don't have any children or anything. But I can't pay $80 for... I'm from an abused home. That was scary, okay? You know? Was dad going to hit me after I called the cops on him? That's scary, okay? I'm paying $80 for this stuff now? Come on! That's also free, what your dad was doing. That's free <laughs> entertainment. To be fair, he didn't call the cops. He wasn't, he, you know, it wasn't that bad. Okay, <laughs> we don't need to backpedal on your parents' abuse right now. Jeez. Um, as much as I would love to relive it, because I like fun events. Um, <laughs> I then made up a little lie and said, oops, just kidding. I got them on Groupon, and they're $20. I didn't. And I don't, I don't, here's the thing, too, is I know I'm being like a curmud curmudgeon up here and stuff, too, but Amy's, the cool thing about Amy that I love about Amy, too, and it's good to have friends, is that she does, it gets her excited, she gets really hyped I'm and an excited. Idiot. Yeah, like kind of a little moron, I you have know? a baby brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, to her, Show I Show me a sparkle right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I don't want to be the kind of guy who's just saying no to be like a, I'm not, you know, like, I don't necessarily like sports all the time, but I don't want to, like make fun of guys that like sports. I think whatever you can grasp on into this world that makes you feel a little less lonely, that brings you any sort of pleasure, do that. Except for Christianity, which he still hates. Uh, I, I just don't like Jesus that much. He just seems like someone that a mom made up. I mean, the idea, I like the God of the Old Testament. You know what I'm talking about? A little hell and brimstone, right? Like sometimes life's fucked up. Deal with it. I like Old Testament. But Jesus, come on, man. That you know he flies in the Bible? <laughs> Did you guys know Jesus flies in the Bible? Into the air, into heaven? This is a worldwide religion. Mostly under the pressure of his hot, smart, funny girlfriend, he decides to go to the haunted. I like to, okay, so we go, and it, for, for $40 for two tickets, okay. I paid I'll, for most of it. And then I find out when we get there. Uh, oh, no, we had a podcast right before, and then I found out she then said... we went I, to the roast. She said, I lied to you. They were $40 each. I was pissed, wanted to make her happy. <laughs> ha who's been to the Haunted Hayride? Anyone? What? I thought you said oh. you guys like fun. Oh, my <laughs> what God. What is happening? It's the best. Yeah. 
So I like to be. I don't like to be scared either. I don't like to be scared, and then I go to haunted houses every fucking year, and then I scream until I cry, and then I laugh. <laughs> That's psycho shit. That's what happens when you grow up Baptist, and you're like, I just need to feel as strongly as I did when I feared hell. <laughs> <laughs> now I, I am. I don't like to have fun. I don't like to play games. I don't like to do anything like that. But if I'm going to do it, I'm there. And I'll play, and I'll have fun. And so right when we got there, we got in line. You guys got to go to the Haunted Hayride. It's so fucking awesome. <laughs> it's so fun. Spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm paying. I'm buying you tickets, everyone in here next year, because it's worth every fucking penny, the passion these people bring to this hayride. It's over at the old zoo, and you get in this, uh, you get in a, a hayride. <laughs> a just truck a, with hay a big, on it, yeah, everybody. Yeah, with a big fat bed, a uh, big like wood bed with hay, and you they sit in They needed extra there. space because they knew Steve was coming. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cheap. Uh, I know it's cheap. We got in there and there's it just drives around. It's about a half hour, so it's pretty cool. And like it drives around to all these different stations, and then actors run out at you, and everybody's really into it. And you could tell they really are passionate about it. Um, you it's know, also L.A., so they're trained dancers and actors with professional makeup and props. Yeah, I've never seen a Wolfman pot of beret so hard in my <laughs> life. Okay, this full pot of beret. <laughs> But you're probably saying it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was funny. We all got on there, and then we're with our respective loved ones, and uh, we're having a great time. <laughs> hey, you guys ever see one of these fools? You ever see one of these guys that refuses to get scared at a haunted house or a scary movie? Why did you go? Like, who are you? Pro what are you proving to anyone right now? We had this fool, this fool was right next to us, and his girlfriend, I think, was with, with him too, and I think she worked on the hayride, but she was, it was like her day off or something. So like every time she would like, so people would run up and be like, ah, and they'd be like, hey, Kimmy, and she'd be like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so you would, I think the boyfriend was just feeling like jealous and jealous. stuff. So he was just like refusing to be scared. Come on, fellas, that's a bad look, all right? <laughs> Give in. If you're going to pay the 40, just fucking let it rupture, you know? <laughs> it's like taking ecstasy. Why do you want to fight ecstasy, huh? Let it roll through your body, all right? Yeah, Fuck. suck a dick. Steve knows. <laughs> no, he really is into it. I, I, I like it fine, okay? Uh, yeah, kind of kind of bisexual. Several dicks. I've sucked uh, I've sucked. I've sucked my fair share of dicks. Uh, <laughs> and he says he doesn't like fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad, fellas. It's like a big clip. I don't know what you're afraid of. If you're having group sex, just rock that fool's world, okay? I don't, I don't even feel comfortable calling myself bisexual, but I like group sex. So that means I'm going to suck a dick. Why? So that in 10 years, when this fool's playing racquetball or something, he's going to be thinking about me. You know what I mean? And I'll be like, God damn, that big Mexican sucked the fuck out of my dick. That's dope, right? He's always white and Jewish, oddly, um, because of the racquetball. I've, I mean, I adored that night. It was like watching that guy who refused to have fun and then seeing you just grow into a person who could appreciate fun, the hauntedest hayride of all. And we're going to go me. every year. It's so fun. Uh, I, I actually bought into it a little bit. Um, Thank you guys so much. Do you agree? That set took a turn, and we all went with it. I hope you, the listener, went with it too, because stuff 
happened? <laughs> They're great. Amy is someone who I only knew from. She was on Doug Loves Movies a lot. Yeah, she is. Yeah, on Doug Loves, and uh, she's so funny on that. Uh, and uh, you know what? It's not an isolated thing. <laughs> she is funny everywhere. She did not disappoint. You guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, if you've got thoughts, questions, hit us up, okay? You if you got thoughts or thoughts. Thoughts and thoughts. <laughs> oh, you guys, hit us up on Twitter at Naomi and Andy. You can also find us individually. I'm at Blacktress. And I'm at Andy Beckerman. And we're also on Instagram at Couples Therapy Pod. Uh, if you want to come see us live, the next live show is here in Los Angeles on March 2nd. And uh, you can get tickets at CouplesTherapyPod.com. Uh, uh, if you click on See Us Live, you should be able to get tickets there. What else, Naomi? Well, as always, if you've got some relationship questions, okay, problems with your parents, questions about coupling, what to do with your dog, I don't know, give us a call. We got a call in line. Andy, tell them that number. 323-524-7839. Give us a call. Ask us a question. We may play it on the pod and give you an answer. As always, guys, rate, review, subscribe, okay? Please, we're begging. Hey, we're begging you. Please. (laughs) If you're at work and you're bored. Oh, God. Okay, I have to stop talking. I still have that phantom pain in my throat. Okay, guys, bye. Hi, I'm Tom Colicchio. I'm a chef, a restaurateur, food advocate, and the host of the new podcast called Citizen Chef on iHeartRadio. People might turn on the news and see the stories about the pandemic, immigration policy, or healthcare. I see stories about food. On this podcast, we'll tour the current political climate, looking for inroads to food wherever we can find them. From the supply chain. And we hear that Tyson might be closing another plant Monday in Tennessee. For to labor. It's an executive order on immigration. We want Americans to have the jobs. We want Americans to have the health care. We want to take care of our citizens first. And disaster relief. Our systems cannot handle true disaster, this pandemic. That is the reality. These are the stories of our food. Episode one of Citizen Chef is available now. Subscribe and listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Kimberly Drew. If I've learned anything in my years of studying and uplifting black artists, it's that we all have the power to create something beautiful. That's why I'm pleased to introduce you to people who have broken down boundaries in fencing and helped to create the first ever smart store. They're a big deal, and it's time we give them our attention. Listen to Your Attention, Please, a Hulu podcast with iHeartRadio on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's inspired by Your Attention, Please, now streaming on Hulu. Watch for a fresh point of view on Black history. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.